All right, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to Card Talk. I'm Ryan, joined as always by Tyler and Lou. Light episode today. Haven't uh, haven't done this in a while. Not a lot to talk about. Not a lot of college football happening. I think baseball's the talk of the talk of the podcast today. I know Lou's excited for that big bam or uh, big big baseball guy. Maybe a little college football bowl projections. I know Ty want to talk about that, but we might just breeze on through that today. Uh, Wemby first game jersey sold. Otani Babe Ruth dual auto uh, sold. The buybacks here with Acuna, uh, Acuna and Otani. We'll talk about that. Q and A play of the week. So we got some stuff there, but uh, not a lot else to talk about. I don't think today, right, Lou? Nope, you're going to start, and you're going to be honest with everyone on the microphone right now, and we're going to talk about it. So you go first. Um, yeah. Also, it's good to see everyone. It's been a long time. Happy to see everybody. Happy to be back. Yeah, Ryan. yeah. it has been uh, three weeks, I think, since we've been yeah. here recording. Yeah. For the uh, three weeks at that. Yeah, so we'll. I'll definitely get into the, the Ohio State chatter. I know Lou's been waiting all year for this. So uh, yeah, we're going to get into it right now. I'll give I'll give him his moment. On a more serious note, um, you know, I talked about it a little bit on on social. Um, uh, my son was sick um, pre-holiday, so um, unfortunately wasn't able to record, do a lot of things. But um, you know, Lou, Ty, and I, you know, kind of talked to those guys. Um, I think that's what's on my mind the most this morning. Is you you learn a lot of like. Nothing puts things into perspective more than um, being sick with a with an infant in a hospital, um, you know, a lot of unknowns. Um, really, like I think I learned a lot in the last month about, uh, you know, I'm not going to get too too deep here, but um, just things get really get put into perspective when um, you spend a lot of time in a hospital and um, do a lot of, you know tests and have a lot of unknowns and stuff like that so um yeah I'm certainly you know as much as i'm not looking forward to talking about this uh i'm really looking forward to talking about this because when you're in there and you know problems outside of there seems so like problems you would you know beg to have like oh i i don't want to talk about ohio state getting throttled for the third straight year and you know but um, again, those are problems you, you definitely take when you're, when you're in there. So, um, yeah, excited to be back. Um, Ohio state, Michigan. Um, what's yeah. it like to be a fraud? What's it like for everything you believe in to be a lie? It's not good. It's not. What's good. it like to have the worst head coach in the country? <laughs> well, it's definitely not the worst head coach in the country. Um, the biggest loser of a head coach in the country. Yeah, definitely not the biggest loser of a head coach in the country. For sure not. You know what's going to suck is that, you know, I mean, there's a couple things. Like, obviously, if you beat them, like, it really sends Michigan into a dark place. Because what's coming next year, like, we can joke about it all you want. But, like, all of these, like, vacated wins, these loss of scholarship, these things are coming. So, like, it sucks that, you know, this win's going to be vacated, but we couldn't get it done anyways. Like, it, it, it sucks. But, like... We got to make some changes for sure. Lou, you look coach, perhaps? No, no, no. Mm-hmm. You don't think it's a problem that the leader of your program spent the last year crying about Michigan and got his face punched in again? You don't think that's a problem? Well, I, I, you, you, you make it sound like the crying, like so. Ryan, like regardless of what you want to believe, Ryan Day 
didn't report Michigan. Like, but it, it, okay. Is it, so is Michigan cheating the problem, or is Ryan Day telling on Michigan? Did they cheat? Yes. Did they cheat on Saturday? No. No. Hand up. We got. Got it. So the cheating didn't matter then. That day. That game. Yes. Hundred percent. What about all the other games? Cheated. But did it matter? Well, yeah. Based on what? They cheated. You're not allowed. Based on, but how did it help them? Tell me how. Well, if you know every play that's coming, it would make it easier to win. They didn't know every play on Saturday. It didn't matter. We correct. That's from correct. The one and zero with the game on the one, line. One and zero. Don't don't vacate that win. So we're not. We're going to keep that win for sure. Keep that. Win. Great. We'll keep that win. No problem. Okay. okay so what's it like to know that you had the best player in the country for the last two years and he didn't beat your rival once? What's it like to have an entire graduating class not to beat Michigan once? Awful. Terrible. I mean, I I have more gold pants than Marvin Harrison. Seriously. Correct. I have. I always will. I always will. I have more gold pants. Uh, No. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, I mean, it it is definitely hard. Like, there is a path for Ohio State back. It's not going to happen this year. Like, we got the what? Uh, CFP. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, like, we got help last year um, with Utah. Shout out to them beating USC. But need too many things to happen this year. Um, need Texas to lose. Need Florida State to lose. I don't think that's going to happen. Need to win um, the most important game of the season. Yeah, sure. Uh, and I think that's what sucks about this is because next year will be different. Because this year, like, that is what makes the game fun is it matters. It matters so much. Like, if we would have lost, like, if we lost next year, and we're both one and two in the Big Ten again. All right, we'll see you next week. Like we would be playing them this Saturday. Like we'd be we'd be, we'd be playing them. So it's like, it it. I don't know if I like that that part of it. I like that it matters. I like that it's like win or go home. Like we went home. Like I don't love that, but like we lost. So, um, yeah. Some some. I think the big thing for Ohio State now is there has to be changes made by Ryan Day that I don't know if they will happen. The special teams coordinator, most teams don't have special teams coordinator. Ours has got to be the worst in America. You know, the fourth and one in the 45-yard line, he's averaging 30 yards a punt and we punt it. Like, I don't know why we're going for that. Like, regardless of the play before, should have been reviewed. It was, you know, mm-hmm. he wasn't down, got a first down. Why, I don't know what we why we didn't learn from the Peach Bowl 38 seconds left. We're going to run the clock down and kick a 52 yarder in 30 degrees. Like you're just playing scared. It's just a scared thing, man. Like yeah. you're, you're, you're playing not to lose. It's it sucks. Yeah. Ty Ryan sounds like the jets fans when they blame like the special teams coordinator for the team being terrible. Yeah. It starts at the yeah. top, Ryan. The who top you, of your program is Ryan day. Who would you like Ohio state to have to be a head coach? Yeah. Like, if it's not Ryan Day, then who is it? Um, I don't know. I'd have to go through the list of because Rabel's not coming back. You don't want Urban Meyer back. Like, what? What's the option? What's the Urban? There's there's talk on Urban taking over somewhere, right? Michigan's. Well, oh no, Michigan State did hire a coach. That was I the yeah. There was buzz yeah, around that, that for was, a minute. That was what we call fake news. It was, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, disappointing. Yeah, I mean, I I was talking to somebody the other day, like the fact that. Ohio State has had C.J. Stroud, Justin Fields, Chase Young, J.K. Dobbins, Marvin Harrison, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, Jackson Smith, and Jigba, and has this many national titles is just mm-hmm. just foolish. It's 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 tough. Yeah, 
Um, we'll talk about the Jets at a certain time, but there's definitely some Ohio State DNA that I'm not a big fan of infecting my team as well. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, there's my five minutes of pain. Tyler, so, what did you think about the game? It was, you know, it's the class of your conference. You love the big. I thought it was a great football game. I think anyone that watched it enjoyed the football game. It was a fun it was game. A home game for Michigan. And, like, I think they are a really good team. And I hope to see Georgia play Michigan in the chip. Because I think those are the two best college football teams. I agree. Do you think those are the two best? I think those are the two best teams. Right. I think. Who, like, what are you laughing at? Who are the two best? Top to bottom, I think those are the best squads. Bro. 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 Are you crazy, Ryan? What are you talking about? You guys, about? like, you, you're, you, I'm not saying you, you're not top five. That, that's why there's Michigan's a, top There's two. a delta between Penn State, Ohio State, and Georgia, Michigan. I agree. The del- there's it's a, subtle, there's the but it's the there. And then yeah. there's the, the middle class. And I'd probably say it's because they have exponentially more NIL dollars flowing into both teams than our teams do. But there is a difference. And Georgia and Michigan are just – Michigan was a little bit more buttoned up. And J.J. McCarthy's a far better quarterback than uh, the dude that you guys got and the dude For that now. we have right now. Did you watch – Yeah, I mean, we have our quarterback coming back. Is McCord coming back? He'll be back. I don't know what. Yeah, I mean, some of the guys I I talked to that covered the team said McCord's going to be there. But if you listen to like Buckeye Twitter, it's Daquan Finn from Toledo or Malik Murphy from Texas. Like, I think a lot of like tried someone else. I don't know. Like, if you watch, look at the last play of the game, the one where he threw the interception. Both of our guards are on their ass on the ground. Marvin's getting bullied by Michigan. Carmen, yeah, bullied for sure. Bullied for sure. Like, bullied. Marv's coming right across the middle. McCord has a second longer hits him on open like lines lines I, I looked at the pff grades from every single player on offense and defense bottom five for ohio state five bottom guys on offense were linemen michigan has a really good that's because they're of michigan not because of that yeah they built their team around the defensive line yeah i mean ohio state's line has been a problem all year like this isn't like new o-line yeah they, i mean not not very good i mean yeah it sucks so Okay, uh, we have to wrap it up. But um, where do you go from here? What's yeah, your I mean, bowl game? The Rose Bowl? No. If we no Rose Bowl is part of the playoff. If we don't get in, it's likely Louisville uh, in the Peach Bowl. Oh yeah, you'll punk those guys. What about you, Ty? The problem is, is nobody will play. Doesn't matter. You should still punk Louisville. Okay, fair. I Maybe think we're done. we'll probably get Washington or Oregon. Potentially Missouri, which would be the worst, but I'd love to play either Washington or Oregon, and the majority of our guys will play. Yeah, <clears throat> and I don't because think Penix or Knicks will play in a bowl game. Mm-mm. You don't? No, no. chance. Love in that. a non-playoff Knicks game, wants no, way. no part of our defense. I, I wouldn't either if I was him. <laughs> yeah. He's about to win the Heisman. There's no reason to go out on an L. Who do you think is going to win the Heisman? Whoever wins uh, the LSU uh, quarterback. You think? Yeah. I think it's whoever wins the Oregon. Uh, I think if Washington. Bo Nix beats Washington and avenges his one loss and has a good game, it'll be Bo Nix. I think if Penix wins, because Penix has had some like eh games, I think it'll be Jaden Daniels. That makes sense. I have a plus a thousand Bo Nix ticket I've been sitting on since September. Do you? That's nice. Yeah. yeah. That's dope. All right. Um, what else is on your guys' mind since I just took seven, eight minutes of a beating? Yeah, let's talk Jets. Tyler and I's New York Jets, the worst football team in no. the history. No f- way. The Patriots, excuse my language, the Patriots are terrible. They're way worse. 
way. I mean, they beat the Jets. You at least have talent on your team. You have good players. We have the worst offense in the history of the NFL. That's a fact. I I would no. Your offense Uh, can't be as bad as ours. Okay, no, it it is. We have the worst offense in fifty years. No, no. Here, let me give you a quick little stat from yesterday. Every day I find a new stat, and I like to send it in our Jets chat. Tyler loves it. I think. Um, we lost. I do. We lost Elijah Vera Tucker, who's like our best offensive lineman in uh, in Denver a few weeks ago. Um, since then, Brees Hall is averaging zero yard, zero point zero yards per uh, carry before contact. So he's there's thirty eight. There's thirty eight players. On. Correct. There's thirty eight running backs with fifty plus carries in the time since this injury has occurred. Meaning, like you know, feature number one running <laughs> yeah. backs. In that time period, Brees Hall is averaging zero yards before contact, and he's dead last. Oh God! <laughs> the Jets are terrible, and I want to come on here and I want to apologize for believing in the lies that I was told um, on Hard Knocks and the lies that I was told by um, the Jets. I will never believe them again. I think I've I think this season has permanently damaged my brain about how I'm going to approach football, professional football, going forward. This might be uh, I might be damaged too. I'm. I'm in a weird place. Like I don't, be- I don't trust anything that the Jets are going to say with this crew of leadership. But they can't do anything about it until Rodgers is gone. And now I sound like I'm like Aaron Rodgers get out because that's the new thing in Jets land. I'm not sure if you guys are aware of that. No, what uh, is it? People want Aaron Rodgers to retire. What was that? Why? So you can get out of the contract? Correct. Because if you're out of the contract, you can fire the coach and the GM. You can't fire the coach and the GM as long as Rodgers is around and the offensive coordinator who's leading the worst offense in the history of football. So, what do the Jets need to do to like be good next year? Get a new head coach, a new GM, a new offensive coordinator. Oh, you're you're done on you're done on Salah, Salah. Uh, Ty, your internet is jumping around a little bit, but yes, I'm I'm out. Oh gosh, I don't believe I don't believe him. His whole thing is based around like belief in him as a guy, and I don't believe him. He should go run some stairs or something, you know. I'm out, bro. Uh, I've been out since Monday night, Chargers game, first down, sorry, second down, first drive, the biggest moment of the overthrow the quarterback's career. That's correct. 10 yards over the tight end's head for a simple first down on the first throw of Monday night at home. You're four and three, I think we were. We were. We were that game, and we should have won that game. And our quarterback does a three-step drop with no pressure and air mails it over his head. I haven't been checked in since that moment. <laughs> and now we've benched him and demoted him to third string. And I and hope helped. we lose every game because that would be the, the right thing for the franchise. What won't that would be the right thing for the franchise. Is we'll lose every game. We'll go on a little three-game heater to close out the season. Like, you know, like Boyle will do his thing in the last two, three games. We'll yep. end the whole Patriots situation and um, get a middle draft pick and get super fired up again. Yeah, I think that's Just right. Going we're going to be the, We're going to be the ones who uh, secure Drake May or Marv for the Patriots at the end of the season. And it's going to be <laughs> we're finally going to break the streak of 16 yep. straight against the Patriots. 100%. And it's going to be to secure them. 100%. Marv or Drake May. Yeah. And it's going to be or, it's gonna, 
By the way, it's not even going to be Boyle. It's going to be Trevor Simeon. Um, <laughs> and, you know, Ohio State's finest Garrett Wilson catching touchdowns. So, like, yeah, that's what's going to happen for that sure. Is yeah, exactly that's exactly how I happen. see it going. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. I will say, like, Penn State, I was in a tough spot for a while, but I'm kind of back. Um, I'm excited for a potential nice bowl game and to make a little statement in that bowl game. Um, obviously, we lost two games this year to number two and number three ranked team at the time, which is tough. You got to get over the hump. But next year, the entire landscape changes. 12 teams. If that was this year, we'd be heading into a, a road game, probably going down to Texas or something like that. Um and so I can't be too down. Aller, the offense coordinator got fired. We got to hire a big offense coordinator. I love if somehow new budget. Brady comes home, new budget. Yep, new budget alert. That's my favorite talking um, point in the entire world is that Penn State has a coaching <laughs> budget. I love it so much. It matters. It, it matters. matters. <laughs> it, it went all the way through state court. <laughs> it, it went through too. state court, bro. <laughs> Did like, it really? Real shit. Yes. Oh yes. It's actually a big deal, but it's also funny to chancellor. say. Oh, it's a, it's the Commonwealth. Um, and, you know, so but then the other thing that's up is the uh, I'm I'm in heavy Harry Potter mode, heavy Harry Potter mode. Why? Um, I don't know if my Internet's in or out. We're probably going to have to talk to a technician around here. Yeah, mostly um, out. the golden auction closed. The Harry What'd Potter the book. book. What the book do? The book. Do you guys know? Don't look. Don't look. I'm not going to look. look with <laughs> no idea. No clue in the world. Where are you guys at? Over, under. Over. Yeah, give me a number. I would have said over, under a million. I was going to say like Interesting. 350K. Well, it was already at like 550K. Oh. No, no, it was at 55K, bro. It, yeah. it oh, I thought it was 100 five. Grand. Well, plus, Oh, see, yeah, I thought it was at 550. Premium. It was 122. 122 gotcha. total. And, Way up. and it won so with, with 32 bids. The previous one on Golden sold about a year ago on December 28th, 2022 for 114, including buyer's premium on nine bids. So consistent. To me, that book is, I'm like, I got to do all I can to try and get my hands on one of those books. I might just sell everything that I own. Including this sweatshirt to try and get that book. It, it's pricey, but it's not crazy. Then there's also, if you'd search, I mean, like there's a nice wand that was used for Deathly Hallows that was sold recently. I think I'm just going to become a Harry Potter collector. It's kind of where I'm you at. You should. I think that's where I'm at. And, you know, the, the triple autos, I think I'm going to dive in before the HBO show releases in about 20 months. I might also become like, I might just go live like outside the set of the HBO show. And just like really go there and just be. A oh, I thought you were about to become a big wolf guy. Oh, uh, I might. I haven't thought about that, but I might. Okay. That triple I'm auto. More, is I'm more like I might just. BMI. Yeah, that, it's up that there. triple auto is like one A or one B on my grill list. I've been fantasizing about all things Harry Potter. It's the holiday season. That's when it starts to turn up. Um, and then the other thing is one of the best footy goals that you could possibly that see occurred crazy. this past weekend. It was Crazy. sick. I was watching it live in front of a God. fire. It was beautiful. Insane. Alejandro that Garnacho. kid is so good. Yeah, he's a stud. Um, 
young Argentine, but looks up to Cristiano Ronaldo, which is an interesting huh. uh, thing. That yeah. seems like did, a did the Ronaldo did the Ronaldo Selly because he's a Manchester United kid and Ronaldo Manchester United, but Messi he did the Ronaldo Selly. Messi was kind of like um, Ty, real quick, those are real things quick, that are in my mind. This is a great question for the audience too. Audience, feel free to drop a comment on YouTube or uh, yeah, on YouTube. Would love to know. You can only buy one guy forever. Who you buying, Ronaldo or Messi? One guy forever. Can't buy the other guy. <sighs> Man, that's so tough. Messi or Ronaldo, I'm, Lou? I'm going Messi, I think. But Ty having some decision makes me change my mind. I know. I think the quick it's answer be, is Messi, Messi, but I think I'm going Ronaldo. Is that just to be different? No. Is that just because okay. of the hit, No, no. The, no, 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 no. It's actually just like the glo- like what he's doing in Saudi and the global heat. I just think he has a larger collector base. So if I'm thinking about it from a uh, return on investment of people, someone that I'm buying, I think Ronaldo will have more legs long term. I think he's a little bit more global. As a, as a player, I enjoy Messi. The, his style of play, what he's accomplished, that World Cup which was just about, I think, a year ago, maybe in the last week or so. Messi, from an enjoyment standpoint, sure. If I'm thinking about investing in the cards, only person I can buy long-term, I'm thinking Ronaldo, because I think what he's doing over in Saudi, a whole new collector base, obviously a lot of disposable income over there. What he accomplished for Real Madrid, another unreal club, Manchester United. Like, he's done it everywhere, and I think that's why he has a lot more of a – following and presence and just appeals to a wider base but Messi is literally god to uh, a lot of people i think it would be messy i think it would be messy as well just with the the recent world cup and everything too but um yeah. do you think is is the ronaldo in uh saudi thing working out for him or it's working out for him. I don't know. He's making it crazy. I mean, he's making it crazy about money. I, the, the league well, yeah. is slowly growing. I don't think it's – I just mean the Saudis are probably looking at him like he came over and is representing us the same way Americans are looking at Messi. Gotcha. Yeah, that's fair, I guess. I just feel like Ronaldo – and also, what do I know? I'm not that tuned into soccer but I feel or footy, but I feel like uh, since the Saudi move – He's kind of been under the radar outside of like a few little highlights here and there. But maybe I'm wrong about that. I would say to the American consumer on the surface, Messi's been everywhere. That's, Ronaldo's been nowhere. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a fair point. I'm comparing the two. But like right. his Instagram's still fun. Pop. All right, we're now what, a few weeks in? Tops Chrome Update Baseball released. The search for the one-on-one debut patch autos, I think David Adams put out bounties. I think it was, what, 100K on Jordan Walker, and I think it was 275, 250K, something like that on Volpe. Bobby, is it 150K? I thought it was more. 150K on Volpe? For some reason, I thought it was more. But either way, multiple six-figure offers was Jordan Walker and Anthony Volpe. Uh, While those ones have yet to pop, uh, Bobby said, yeah, 150K. So it's 150K on Anthony Volpe. While those ones have not surfaced yet, I do have a couple sales, and they're actually some pretty strong numbers. And a lot of guys I haven't heard of, Lou, I don't know if you can help me here. A uh, couple of them, but not a lot of them. Braden Bistro sold for $19.99, like $2,000. Uh, Jake Irvin sold for $4K. 
Lucas Urseg sold for $3,050. George Soriano sold for $4,500. And Johnny Beatro sold for $4,600. Yeah, these are selling for a lot of money. That's a lot of money. I think they're like too expensive, to be honest. I thought they were going to be more in like the thousand to two thousand range, not six thousand. I will say, like, I I don't own any of them. I don't intend to own any of them. It is a really, really cool card in concept. Like when you think about it, like these players made debuts. That patch was on their first ever jersey. Like if you collect, like, dude, if you told me I could have the NFL Shield from Donnie Nicky's first game ever. Yeah, gosh, I would sell a lot of stuff to buy that. <laughs> I wouldn't care. Like, I I would sell a lot, like I, crazy stuff to buy that thing. So, like, if you're a player collector, like you went to high school with one of these guys, you're college boys with one of these guys. Like, these cards are about as cool. I don't know if you could ever get cooler for a player that you collect than this card right here. This I is probably the peak of. <laughs> That player's card. It's core Bowman Chrome Supers, I get those, are more desired in card world. But in terms of like real, actual, meaningful value, to me, it's it's gotta be this card. Game Dynasty worn, patch is close, but that's it. Game worn one of one, only one in the world, of a debut patch on their first ever jersey they wore when they took the field in Major League Baseball, their start of their career. Nah, not, nothing cooler than that. That's fair. Yeah, I want the Astros ones. Um, JP France, I know, has one. I think Hunter Brown has one as well, I would assume. Oh, no, he was the year before, so no. Um, but the prices are just a little too high for me right now, I think. Maybe it probably has to cool down a little bit, and I would imagine that it does. And some of the lesser-known guys will sell for less, and I can't imagine JP France selling for a ton, but I want them. I actually don't think it's going to slow down. I think it's going to go the opposite way. Hmm. Because the Braden Bristro, I think, was the first one that got put up for 2000 or best offer, and it got clicked at 2 k So all of the other ones are since that one sold. So every one since has done yeah, 3000 kind of more. That. Yeah. But can't you say that's how it happens for a lot of these things? Like, the first one Sure, in. sure, sure. That's a fair argument. Like, I don't know it's going to go up. I, again, like, I'm not buying any. Yeah, I'm trying to find the checklist right now and see which ones have been pulled. Is there still does that website exist where you could see like what's been pulled, or did I imagine that? I'm not sure. Um, I would like to see the list of uh, what's been pulled so far and how they're all selling comparatively. Um, I'll text you the tweet. Thank you, Bobby. Um, we're gonna pull up the list real fast. But yeah, I mean, there's some like really big time guys on here, and I think it's one of these things. I hope they're they're gonna continue it year over year, right? I would assume so. Yeah, I would have you. Would you agree that it's like the best execution they've done so far in terms of like a rollout of a product? That or the Wemby Bowman Chrome. Wemby Bowman Chrome is a good one as was well. Pretty good. Um, I'm just thinking about this compared to like the Taco Fractor in terms of like the way they hyped it up versus what it turned out to be. You know what? Like, uh, <laughs> listen, I don't want to make this a full praise tops moment, but Tops has done some pretty cool things in a short amount of time. The Wemby, the Wemby Green Auto event, the logo, or the the super, the tops debut one one patch, and the MVP buyback are three really really cool promotions in a short period of time. All three positive things for the hobby in mm-hmm. a short period of time. It's a fair point. Um, Agreed. Yeah, I think. Where do you Wait. think the debut patch? goes into next 
I love the People idea of it being to go across sport. Eventually, it will. I, 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 I like, and I think that's the thing that we overlook in a lot of these conversations is these things are coming down the road when Tops owns Fanatics owns all of it. Like Tops Chrome Football, like I would imagine there's a offensive rookie of the year buyback or an MVP buyback or defensive player of the year buyback. Like seems, seems likely. What about MVP basketball? Like top scrum has top scrum basketball. Like it's going to happen at some point. Baseball works really well. What's a better, like, I imagine like it might be finest. It might be Supreme. Like it could be any tops product, but I would imagine there's those type of events and other products. I can't imagine tops would be like, you know, what's really cool. We got these debut patches. Let's not ever do it with any other sport. That doesn't seem likely. Like, could they could you see it in mls like what if messi had one in tops mls oh that'd be insane what do you think that would sell for ty that would sell for like hundreds of thousands hundreds of thousands millions if it has an autograph on it yeah you can't do it now because he's already played a season but like it would be a million that'd be sick i saw that uh is auctioning uh i think eight of his jerseys game one from the world cup Mm. Those will those will catch a pretty penny. Speaking of speaking of jerseys, Victor Weminyama's first NBA jersey, first I think it was worn in the second half. I think Bobby said yeah, it's technically his second jersey, but it's from his first game. First game, seven hundred and sixty-two thousand dollars. That is a lot of money for a guy we we all think looks okay so far. Looks like he could be pretty good. That's a lot of money for a guy that's played in 40, 30. I mean, I don't know how many games are in. Like, what are we, 30 games in? First Something one ever like sells for seven, three quarters of a million dollars. That's a lot of money. Jokic was giving him some pretty high praise after their game, I think, last night or two nights ago. That's Just saying he's, he's going to be legit. He's going to change the way all the teams play. Like, he's going to be different. Yeah, I'm not sure how much you guys have watched. How, how much have you watched? Watched watch Wemby or watched basketball? Have you watched it, Ryan? I didn't hear what you said. Uh, Wemby, very little. Like, some, yes. but I no. recommend to anyone – I think I've said this earlier in season two, but I recommend anyone to – if you can randomly watch a Spurs game on a night where he's playing, highly recommend. It's like a weird experience. It's a weird viewing experience because he's so different. Um, and what, what Tyler just said, what Joe said was right, like – it. I don't, I don't understand how they play him every day, and it, like, completely changes the way the defense approaches a game. So it's got to be hard, like, coming in there on a back-to-back to play against Wemby. Got to be exhausting. Yeah. He's a really – he's a good it's, player. Um, like you said, it's just so – it, it's a completely different game plan than most teams. Any team. There's no there's no situation that you're going to run into throughout the season. Like I would Wemby. say I, I would say the Nuggets are probably not far off from there with Jokic. Maybe, but I think it's a little bit of a different. Yeah, but Jokic can't wrong. block shots like that. Right. Yeah, sure. I don't think Jokic clogs the paint in the same way. Yeah, it's fair. Not a lot of guys are getting 22, 11, and six and four on Jokic either. You know, it would def- going back to that that jersey though. It would definitely be. I don't know if it's been announced publicly who bought the jersey, but it'd be really cool to see Panini say, "Hey, we bought the jersey." Some sort of like, and I, I know Jay was talking about it earlier, but. Victor's not going to have an NT patch auto that we know of at this point. It is, he is a tops guy. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't have Panini autographs. 
And I, I don't assume that'll be the case unless Tops or Panini work something out there. But it is kind of crazy to think that his NT patch auto, had he had one, would sell for as much as it would without piece of that jersey or piece of a jersey being in there. Even if Panini doesn't sign him to auto, an autograph deal, doesn't get any autographs of him, it would still be awesome to have Victor Wembanyama game used patches in cards. Like, we're getting, so sick. you know, I don't, I'm trying to think of like where you get jerseys from, but we're getting like just like basic jerseys with nothing. So, yeah, Team Store, like, it would be nice to see actual game used jerseys. Yeah, I think yeah the team all edition. I think it would be a crime if they cut up that jersey. Like that's wrong in my opinion. Um, maybe like a second or third game that'd be fine. I think it's just the, the fact that it was the first game makes me want to say you shouldn't well, cut it up in half. So <laughs> yeah, and and then I think Bobby was saying half. Bobby with the DH gate. Uh, Bobby was saying that he, he it was worn in the third quarter. He had like four fouls, no points or something. It was very funny. Um, <laughs> it's like a curse. On the bench was worn on the bench in the third yeah. quarter. Yeah, it was covered by a, a sweatsuit the entire quarter. Um, yeah, I think uh, it's the most expensive rookie jersey of all time, right? It has to be. Uh, Anthony Edwards is the coolest player in the league, right? Ooh. I'm trying to think. Did, wait, real quick. Did LeBron's jersey sell for more? His rookie year jersey? $762,000 is a ton of money. Yeah, I'm, I'm reading everything online. says like the most expensive, expensive rookie though. jersey of all time. So interesting. Uh, Porzingis is hurt again. Uh, LeBron has now become uh, the all-time leader in minutes played in the NBA. It's pretty cool, like to just kind of sit for a minute and realize. As kids, obviously, growing up, and we were like in this interesting spot where we were a little young, catching LeBron or uh, Jordan's end of his career. But, like, for the heyday of us as sports fans, we watch the greatest NBA player of all time. Yeah. I think that's – The timing of that is, is pretty I cool. I mean, Ty, have you seen the – have you seen the, like, stats of, like, players over 40 and what they've done and, like, or over – I don't know how old LeBron is, 40, 41. Like, you see, like, after they hit – like, or maybe it's season 20. It's like, hey, what do you do after season 20 and or 21? And it's like Vince Carter – Seven points, six points. LeBron's like twenty-four points. It's like, I mean, is, is he's thirty-seven. LeBron? Is that what it is? I believe he's thirty-seven. And his twenty-first. This was his twenty-first. Yeah, season? it's the twentieth season you're thinking about, right? That's what you're. Yeah, there's like a graphic that shows like all these players, and nobody has more than eight points. And then you see LeBron. It's like way, way up there. Yeah, I think the thing that is he's fifteenth. Uh, he's again not more normal. To, sorry, Lou. Not okay. normally where we're expecting LeBron. He's fifteenth in scoring, fifteenth in the entire NBA. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. twenty-five, seven, and six. Like like always, it's the it's the same thing. It's always been for the last ten years. He's been in the same number. Like it's crazy. Yeah, it's insane. Two interesting that, things happening in this first quarter of the NBA: the Orlando Magic. Are the number two seed in the East right now? They've been winning Paolo. some big games. Paolo is a dog. Paolo dog. is a dog. And then Ann Edwards and the Timberwolves and Cat, who doesn't get necessarily the respect the man deserves, 
But the Timberwolves are the number one team in the West at the moment. You know who else is playing? Who else is playing well? It's Chet. For now, well. you don't um, think you think you don't think it'll last? He seems like an injury guy to me, but you smell an injury. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like seems up his alley. Um, but the the Timberwolves thing, like Cat wasn't getting the respect because he's been kind of weird for the last year. You know what I mean? Like he's not exactly. Yeah, yeah I get that. But on court, people say he's like absolutely different, meaning his ability to play the game of basketball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's amazing when he wants to be. He's one of he's one of these guys when he wants to be amazing, he'll be amazing kind of thing, right? Um, mm-hmm. But then the magic, Paolo Banchero is unbelievable. He's a beast. Who else is making them tick? The magic? I, mean, I would imagine <laughs> Wagner's got to be doing something. I don't watch it, but he's pretty he's good. He's a Michigan boy, right? Yeah. Cole Anthony is coming into his own. Uh, well, they were going to trade, right? Wasn't there a rumor they were going to try to trade him during the season or something? They got a or million guards. Does Markel Fultz get minutes? He, he does. does. Bobby's shaking his head. Yeah, their leader in points per game is Bancaro. Wagner's second, and Cole Anthony's third. Rebounds per game, Wendell Carter, Bancaro, and then Goga. Assists per game, you guessed it, Bancaro. Markel Fultz, Cole Anthony. Field goal percentage, uh, Mo Wagner, Goga, and Gary Harris. Damn. Markel Fultz is uh, playing 28 minutes a game? Yeah. They're a good Jay team. Line. I guess he's bad. They're, I didn't realize they were good. They messed up his jumper when he came into the league. Yep. Who who drafted him? The Sixers? The Sixers, they fed him up. Yeah. There was a yeah. stat there was a picture the other day on Twitter, and it was like, imagine being the Sixers or Lakers, because the Sixers, it went like Markel Fultz, Brandon Ingram, Jalen Brown. I think it was basically two years in a row. Like I, I'm gonna get these these the draft order backwards. But it was like one year was um I think it was Fultz, Lonzo, Tatum. And then the other year was, um, who did the Sixers take the other? Oh, Ben Simmons. Yeah, it was like Ben Simmons, Brandon Who's Ingram, hurt again, by the way? Jalen Brown. So the Celtics got Jalen Brown and Tatum. The same the same draft, the Lakers got Lonzo Ball and Ingram. And the Sixers got Markel Fultz and Ben Simmons. Terrible. Lonzo <laughs> just got hurt. He was having a good year. We got to move along here. I know there's a lot to talk about next week. I, we were going to have to get into some stuff here and push some back. But uh, because we've been away, we have a ton of questions and we've got a big play of the week. We have six plays of the week. So uh, let's get into some Q&A wow. and see what we've got going on there. Tons of questions. Let us uh, let me see here. You feel free to take a look. They're in the, the group chat as well. Um, let's see. What good questions do we have in here? Um, <laughs> a couple of Ohio State questions thrown in here. Can't a few of those. Uh, here's a good one. Best QB buy right now. Kyler. You like Kyler? Uh, I'm gonna just say Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I I would have two. Hurts would definitely be one of the two. Um, I think the Eagles are really really good. So I think Hertz is up there. They are. The other guy I've been very openly buying, and I've talked about this in some of the mail day videos on YouTube. Uh, Anthony Richardson stuff is cheap, and he's going to be popular at the national. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna die on that hill. Like, like that shot. People buy QBs at the national. The Colts are going to do something. He's going to be of interest to people. So to me, it's Anthony Richardson because everybody else is too high. 
Like not everybody's going to win the Super Bowl. I think this is this is the time where you've got to figure out do you have cards of guys that are not going to be in the playoffs because you might want to start looking because it could get it could get late early. That's for sure. Um, the reason I said Kyler was because I'm basically I was watching the game last I was watching them last weekend and I was just thinking to myself they're probably going to have Marv next year. Um, so I was just thinking about Kyler Marv as a combo heading into next season, but it's probably better to hold off and wait and see if they even actually have to keep them or move on or whatever. But yeah. That question was from Cam Poles. I got a question from Craig's cards that I was trying to put together at first, but now it makes clear sense to me. Craig's cards said, Tyler, what was the Pereira versus Yeary stare down like in person? And what he's referencing was UFC 295 at Madison Square Garden. The uh, main event was uh, Pereira versus Yuri, and they had this epic stare down in the ring. And for me, it was my first like real full official UFC experience at the Garden. Fairly good seats, five fights on the main card, five knockouts, all within a round and a half, electric. And then you get to the final fight. And I didn't know too much about these fighters. Pereira, a little bit more vet to my understanding. This dude, Yiri. And they just had this stare down before the fight started where they were two dudes looking at each other like they were going to murder each other. And uh, Maybe we got to teach that to Ryan. We got to have one of, those guys, dudes were one of those guys to Ryan Day. The, the fight just before was uh, two heavyweights. Bro. I don't understand how any human in their right mind would have got in the ring against this dude. And the, the scary dude got smoked. He got knocked. He got caught and dropped. But UFC was electric. The stare down was electric. I definitely left as a much bigger UFC fan. What about F1? F1. F1 Vegas. I was at F1 Vegas. Um, I'm so jealous. I heard, I heard like the ticket prices died. So... The race itself was electric. And what I mean by that is like, if you remove everything except for what was the race, pro the product of the race for an F1 fan, it's up there with the race of the year based on what I was seeing from an action standpoint, uh, drama, interest throughout the whole thing. The last couple of laps were the two Red Bull guys and Charles duking it out. Um, Positions were changing down the stretch a bunch. Uh, there was some drama in pit lane. There was a, a, a little action on the first turn off the gate, five-second penalty. Like, the race itself was pretty sick. Um, the event, most people don't know what's going on or understand, like, the intricacies of a race and where to find intrigue and how things are happening. Um the paddock club, which I had access to, which is about it's pretty like high-end access that you can get, um, was crazy to me in that like the viewing was like you're like fighting for elbow room over a railing to like get a glimpse of Gotta like, get it. Got the opening straight, which Gotta was just crazy early. to me. Like, yeah, but like that's like the high-end, like, like <laughs> there was like certain people, you see these like famous people like, trying to get a little spot on the railing to see what's going on. So that was maybe a little work on that um, going forth. Uh, played some good blackjack. So that was 
fun, you know. Were I you was above, I didn't were you come above across the garage. A black... Yeah, we had garage suite which was right next to yeah. on street level next to the um the pits. So we saw when the two cars were coming out and together which, which and one team are you near? Ahead. Uh I think it was I want to say it was Alpine. It was all the way the closest, pretty much garage suite to the exit of pit lane. So, so whoever's in last. I don't know if they means. do alphabetical. Yeah. No, they do it by standing. They do it by standing. So it's whoever's been in last. Who would Got have it. been so the, Williams? The first pit garage in. Yeah, it was either Williams or maybe Alpine, I thought. Alpine's like fourth last year. Cool. And then it was uh, right now, it's Haas or Alfa Romero. No, it would have been based on last year's standings. It's based on last year. They do it for the whole year. Oh, the previous season standings. So then that is um, Williams. That's what I thought. Yeah, makes sense. Um, so we were down there, and then we had up top. We watched the start up top, and then I went down. And it was fun. I was saying I watched the whole race with Boga, who was a kid that won the Fortnite World Cup, arguably the best Fortnite player in the world. He was, like, so intrigued by all the strategy – the how you're working as a team, but you're kind of not really a team, but you're a team down the stretch. How the that two Red Bull cars were trying to hold off Charles, push and pull of space, how you can slow down to give your other dude a draft and he can get ahead. There's a lot of like real action and comms going on down the stretch that he was really into and really understood and was like relating it a little bit to Fortnite. So that was really cool. Um, there's a question, and I'll kind of combat this. Uh, Joe Josh 43 says, Why is wax so expensive? The market is overall down. Um, I would say wax is relatively affordable, like certified footballs 250, 225. Like, that's 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 pretty cheap for certified, like for just what it is. Um, like, let's just be honest. If Bryce Young and CJ Stroud and Will Levis had autos, it wouldn't be two fifty a box. CJ Stroud stuff sells for a fortune. Have you seen CJ Stroud sales? It's a ton, a ton. So like, the guys you're chasing in there are Anthony Richardson, Bijan, Puka. Like, it's not, it's not Bryce Young, it's not CJ Stroud. Like, it's it's not anything crazy. So I actually don't think wax is that high. Hoops basketball, which doesn't have Wembenyama autos, is like two hundred a box. Like. It's been more expensive in the past. Like that's not crazy. Could come down a little bit. It might pre pre holiday, but it's it's. I don't think wax is too bad right too bad right now. Top's Chrome update uh, hobby baseball, which has the potential to pull those one on ones. It's like one twenty five a box. Um, so I, I I think wax is you know probably the most affordable it's been in a three year period. It wax hasn't been this this affordable in in quite some time. Like. Most blaster boxes now sell at retail, not above it. Like hobby boxes are not, you know, I mean, we sold prism football one year for $2,000 a box, $2,000. Mm-hmm. Like it happened. We did it. Lots of it. Tons of it. And Joe Burrow and Herbert were out and COVID was the, you know, here, like it, wax was different, like insane $2,000 box of prism football. Like this when Joe Burrow base cards were selling for, you know, Zion PSA tens did what? $750. Like th- th- those times aren't here anymore. Like, waxes the good stuff sells for a lot because breakers need it because breakers want it there's an there's a finite amount of product that breakers can use therefore to pull the big cards you've got to rip the good stuff breakers want the good stuff because that's where you pull the good cards and that's how you make content that's how you create business that's what breakers want most of most things now are outside of that are, are affordable like 
just named four or five products. Like, I don't think it's bad. Yeah, I've been looking for people have been hitting me up for like their kids of like, yo, what should I get my son or daughter for Christmas or holiday season? And I've been looking like blaster boxes are not expensive for like any product. They're all pretty. Affordable. We had blaster boxes on sale for Black Friday for under ten dollars. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, I was gonna say like you know thirty five, forty bucks for Prism or whatever it is. And um, yeah, but I think twenty twenty one Prism football blasters are about forty dollars a piece. Yeah, it seems like I think it might seem expensive in a 15 year 10 year window or whatever but like in the, in the last three years it's definitely down and cheaper and more affordable 100 percent. we should do play of the week cool let's get into it okay so there's six this week so this could be fun all right this is from sj cards uh i said this background we have going on here oh this is a very swap play so it Never says traded it. down from the purdy psa 10 so it's an optic downtown purdy psa 10 he said, I traded that, received a Purdy Red Wave Prism Auto, Halliburton Sneaker Spotlight Auto, Tatum Sneaker Spotlight Auto, Jalen Green Select Auto. This trade happened right before the first offseason. of the season, was into the Purdy at 1.5K because I bought it in the offseason and held it. Traded down to more liquid stuff right before basketball season at the perfect time. Forgot to say, I also got a Bancaro Obsidian RPA in the deal. Five cards for the one Purdy. So the trade value, the cool thing about Veriswap, I've never used it, but it, it does say like um, total value, like who adds cash, like that. It shows you some stuff. Um, it's kind of interesting. It says he he had the Purdy at four point three k and got five point three k and five cards for it. This seems like a heck of heck of a one sided deal, if you ask for my opinion on this. Yeah, I mean, if you're trading. I, I don't want to go too far into Veriswap, but it kind of seems like the NBA trade machine for cards, which is kind of cool. Um, <laughs> a Brock Purdy downtown, you know, the Brock Purdy discourse is well overserved, and there's too many people talking about it. But like at the end of the day, Brock Purdy is a seventh round pick, last pick in the draft. He can come and go in a, a week, and no one would forget, no one would remember him, to be honest. Um, so I would take this five for one all day. Yeah, basketball right before the season started. You at least picked up a Purdy, so if Purdy is awesome, you have a, you know, a vested interest. This is seems like a seems like a good trade. It, to me, it's not a player of the week candidate because you didn't sell anything. There's no like it's just a trade. We don't know if anything happened. So I, to me, I don't know if this is completed. Like, what do you guys think on that? Well, no, hold on. The tra- it was a transaction. No. If you complete a trade, that's a trade. That's that's a play. Yeah, I can respect it. Mm. Well, let's see the rest of the options first before you shut it down. Respect it. Guy's very stringent with the rules of play of the week all of a sudden. No, I just JJ McCarthy gives me Brock Purdy energy. Hmm. <laughs> Winner owns Ohio State. Um, next. Meditates heavily and listens to Bob Marley before games. Love that. Dirty cards. Oh. Play of the week submission. I bought an Sorry. Alvin Kamara encased rookie auto with a who dat inscription from a cool. freight liquidator. I follow on eBay for 4563. It would have been a deal if it was a normal encased rookie auto, but it was a black box 101. They had mm-hmm. not put that in the listing description. I turned it around and listed it at auction, making sure that to list this in the title and description. It ended at 280 and was paid for. After fees and shipping, I netted 18815 for a 400% ROI in less than a month. That's, That's a good job. I Inscri- feel like I love inscriptions. Inscriptions matter. Good inscriptions like this one. 
I love um, this I game. I feel like Black Box is sell for less. I love Kamara as well. I feel like Black Box is normally sell for less, though. Yeah, for sure. I would agree. So this is a good deal. Willis McGahee's game was also sick, and that makes sense that Alvin Kamara grew up, grew up yep. as a massive McGahee fan. I agree. Worst injury I've ever seen. Oh, gross. Disgusting. That, that one from what's his name this past weekend was bad. Or oh, was that? The, wait, which one? Uh, Jordan Travis. Oh, yeah. You know, Ooh, that's, I mean, I Marcus Lattimore was disgusting. Kevin Ware was disgusting. Paul George was disgusting. Yeah. All right, next one. Was Sean Livingston's all probably the worst one I've ever seen. If you ever watch that where he dunks and lands and is all oh, is that's awful. my guy. I'm on my game after Sean. It's man. awful. All right. Big E361 cards says play the week submission. In July of 2020. Lou, did you hear that? July of 2020. I heard it. I bought five Otani Tops Chrome base for five dollars a card when his market was way down, thinking his upside was through the roof despite the injuries and some poor performances. In May of 23, I decided to send the best-looking 3 out of 5 to PSA as part of a value bulk submission since he seemed to be off to a hot start with the season. I got them back after a month, and all three received 10s. In July, I, as a big baseball fan, I decided to hold on to one for the PC, sell one now, and hold on to one to sell down the road. The card sold fast for 300 Not too long after the sale is when he got injured as well. After fees, I received 253 and realized a net profit of about 225 I know it's a long pray play but i appreciate y'all reading big fan of the show i mean sold one to pay for all of them and has four cards left i mean um yeah i wonder why he held on to them for three years and didn't submit well probably a hundred dollars to submit to psa during covid that's fair yeah i mean listen that's it's a long-term play you love to see it you do love to see a three-year play i tell you what it is very funny how like there are some very obvious we were wrong moments on card talk. Like I was an anti Jalen hurt. Lou was like, Hey, Otani's flash in the pan. Ty still mm-hmm. thinks MPJ is the best basketball player since Jordan. Like yeah. kind of wild. Ryan thinks Ohio state's the top three program in the country. That's another For one. Sure. Facts. Ryan day is a good head coach. Another one. Maybe top five. <laughs> All right. What's next? He won the final. All right. This is from, Lab, oh. wait, Laboro Flow Phil, Labor wait, oh. of Love. I was like putting them together. <laughs> I was like, "What, Ryan? Are you good, bro?" It says it right there. That's amazing. I didn't see his. I don't. I don't. That's I don't even look at that. I just. <laughs> I literally just look at the name. Uh, Labor of Love. Hi guys. Uh, here's my submission for play of the week. I had heard that autographs of James Gandafini, Tony Soprano. Oh. We're up. So I bought a PSA 10, 6 auto out of 10 of the cast members of The Sopranos for 158 back in May. I had no idea it was Pop 1 at the time, but this seemed like a great deal, and The Sopranos is my favorite TV show of all time, so I had no problems hanging onto it for at least a little bit. In September, I decided to send the card to Golden, and it sold for 475 570 with buyer's premium. Couldn't be happier. Real quick, is there a show I should watch more than The Sopranos because I've never seen it? The Sopranos is the best show of all time. You said The Wire? Yeah. I've heard The Sopranos is the number one answer. Sopranos, I, I've seen Wire, some. I've seen Breaking some Bad. of Entourage. Game well, of Thrones is... Entourage, I would definitely say Entourage. But I've seen some Wire. of it. Game of, Game of Thrones was awesome. I loved Game of Thrones, and I want. I never saw Breaking Bad. Yeah, Breaking Bad's on the list for sure. Um, I'm a Wire over Sopranos guy. Maybe it's because Sopranos like is from my hood, but... 
This seems Succession like a play. Is obviously one you should watch as well, probably. Bro, the wire is you gotta watch the wire. Yeah. There's a lot of references throughout culture everywhere about the wire that fly over people's head. Is the wire new? No. No, it's from like the 90s, late 90s, early 2000s. Oh, really? I've never even heard of it. What? Yeah. How's that possible? Never heard of it. It's about, uh, it released in 02 was the first season. It's five seasons long. And it's, it's about called The Wire? Pretty much, yeah, the drug scene uh, in Baltimore. And it's like told through the story of like the cops. And it's... Well, different seasons, like different perspectives, isn't it? It's like yeah, different parts of the city, but it's really about crime and corruption in the city yeah. of Baltimore and how the cops like play into it and all that. Yada yada. Never heard the of characters it. are so sick. I, I do think you know we don't. Uh, Leaf doesn't get enough credit, but like some of the autos they make, some of the, like the quads, duels, six ways, like stuff like this. These are cool cards. Like this is if Sopranos is all time show. I I understand that. Like I don't watch it. I'm not a fan, but like. This is a pretty cool card in a pop one of like one of the greatest TV shows of all time. Like, like imagine what a Friends one would do. Mm-hmm. Right, like um, I, I do pr- pretty well. Like, I, and I think of it the same way. Like, I think the, if you're fans of these shows, like I would love a Game of Thrones six person auto. I'm in. I think those exist, right? I would, I would bet they do. I don't know if they have six people. I know Kit Haring, uh, Kit Harrington, and. Amelia Clark have dual autos um, from Leaf and a few like from the Rittenhouse Game of Thrones sets, but I don't think there's six people autos. Yeah, I'm in the midst of a uh, Modern Family watch right now I'm at oh, the end, no. so I would do a Modern Family uh, hmm. six person auto. It would be cool with the whole family. But this is a great play. Uh, good job by. Uh, yeah, I like this play, and I think this flow. speaks. This speaks to. There, there is play potential in moving cards from one platform to the other. Hundred percent. There are a lot of places trying to continue to sell cards at the moment. What, uh, what not? eBay, Golden Heritage, PWCC. There's a alt. There's a million places. Card shows like card shops. Like there's a million places to sell cards right now. Um, I think there's opportunity to buy and sell between the the platforms. Yeah, you're trading on their on their brand as well when you sell with one of these versus yep. an eBay versus a, a golden whatever. Jay, is there another one? And we have three more. Oh wow. Here's a good one. Oh man. AJM Cards 94. Wow. Went to my local show on Saturday morning with the goal of spending two hours building an additional card equity for my PC. Spent two hours at a dealer's table that had reasonable prices and was easy to work with. In the bulk deal, I paid one forty three. With the price I paid, I thought I originally would be able to make $50 on the lot. The lot included, most notably, a Trevor Lawrence and CJ Stroud jersey-numbered college cards. Shout out to him, jersey numbers where it's at. Uh, there was one card that caught my eye, though, at the dealer's tape. That was a David Beckham blue shimmer historic ticket priced at $50. There was a comfort Diego Maradona of the same card for $50, but I thought Beckham could do well considering the Netflix documentary, and I knew that I would be able to get a lower price in buying in bulk. I listed the Beckham card on eBay at 245 but did not receive the amount of views that I thought it would allow the card to sell quickly. 
I decided to send the Beckham card and my remaining two or higher value cards to consignment since it already made a majority of my money back in the lot. The Beckham card ended up finishing at $237.50 at auction. In total, I made $170, kept a card for my Celtics PC, and have eight cards in the $5 to $10 range that I've yet to sell. The $170 that I made for two hours work on Saturday morning went towards the majority of my first Peyton Manning auto for the PC. Thanks for all, including Jay and Court, for providing a podcast that I have to look forward to every week. Adam. Um, I think Adam isn't aware of Robert and all the work he puts in on the back end. So shout out Robert as well. Agreed. It's a pretty good play, man. Love love me some jersey numbered stuff. So A plus job there. You guys know I'm a big fan of that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Beckham, the documentary, if you haven't watched, is A plus. A plus 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 plus. Still have not watched it. A plus. Fantastic. It's amazing. He was, he was cruising around F1 Vegas. Um yeah. It was, it was, I really enjoyed it. Quite magnifique. I like yeah. the play. I like when you find a dealer that is willing to make some deals, spend some yeah. time there. Value boxes where you can find Jersey numbered stuff, variety, and they're willing to make deals. That's a win. Yeah. I'll agree. A, pl- a plus. What's my, is he hooping? Oh, Oh, he's got a little Tatum in the uh, bio dunking on someone. Nice. All right, what's next, Jay? Res Sports Cards. Hey, Cartoon Crew, always enjoy the podcast. Got to play this week. A buddy of mine bought a collection locally of football cards slash memorabilia in Pittsburgh. There were seven full three-row boxes of cards and a bunch of random signed jerseys and photos. Include. Sorry. <laughs> Included okay. was a bunch of Larry Fitzgerald stuff. In one of the boxes, we ended up finding. Hold on. Ty. Okay, here we go. I can read. Dog. Yeah, let's go ahead. Okay. Uh, so I'll jump in from the, there were three. Uh, there were seven full three row boxes of cards and a bunch of random signed jerseys and photos. Included was a bunch of Larry Fitzgerald stuff. In one of the boxes, we ended up finding an optic gold vinyl one of one from 2017 contenders. There were about 10 cards I was interested in, so I ended up making an offer on a small lot from the collection for 425, including the gold vinyl. Uh, opted to have it graded, and it came back a PSA 9. A few weeks ago, I had a conversation with the great hobby member at Cardboard Chronicles, Josh, uh, and he had mentioned he was helping gather rare Fitz cards for Larry himself. Oh, wow. I ended up selling the gold vinyl for six fifty dollars to Josh for Larry's PC and still have the rest of the cards in the lot. Thought it was cool that Fitz is actively looking for his cards, and Josh said he has located over 30 for his collection. That's pretty crazy. That's sick. Sorry, Fitz. Selling a card to the guy is kind of Larry sick. Fitz is no slouch either. No. Courtney's a big Larry Fitz fan, I'm learning. Arizona, know, that makes I sense, I, I guess. Yeah, I didn't really know. I mean, he is a wow. legend. I got a question. Well, it's kind of a loaded question. But when are they Steelers, not? Steelers-Cardinals was like the best Super Bowl we've seen, right? Mm, Patriots-Giants is probably up there. Steelers-Cardinals game had everything, bro. Fal- Falcons-Patriots 28-3 is pretty big. I'm still, I'm still with the the, the Steelers Cardinals, bro. The nine hundred yards. I mean, listen, Harrison, Super Bowl MVP. Halftime, wasn't Super Larry Bowl MVP Flitz. Antonio Holmes, Ohio State legend? Yeah, I, I was getting there. You didn't even give me time to get there. 
Like yeah, it's just... cutting through the free safety and strong safety for an unreal tutty, and they think they have it in the bag, and then smaller Ben comes down the field, and my man is literally parallel to the ground catching the ball five yards out of bounds while doing the most crazy, crazy toe tap in the history of the NFL to win the Super Bowl. I tell you what, it's really cool to see athletes collecting cards. And especially yes. ones that are like involved and like active. I don't know if Larry's active. Like he, there's a picture here with him and Josh, which is cool. I mean, that's that counts as active enough. He's to in me. the mix. Yeah. yeah. And publicly in the, in the mix. Yeah. Super cool. Yeah. That's sick. Jay, is there another yeah. one? I think that was it. This is a banger, though. Also, Ty, I just looked it up real fast. It's definitely in the top three. The Giants Patriots one is really good. And then the Eagles Nick Foles one is really good, too. The Philly special. Yeah, and 28-3 as well. 28-3. Yeah, 28-3 in the Giants beating the Is it Tyree or, Ma- or Mario Manningham, which is the Tyree. Giants? Tyree. 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 Tyree went to my high school. That night was lit. <laughs> that is probably one of the most disappointed nights I've ever been. I could imagine. Well, you couldn't have been disappointed Saturday night. You had to be over it by then. Yeah. On on to better things. We're on to next year. Eli. <sighs> All right, Jake, run back through them again. I think I know mine. I am going to go. I'm going with the value box play with the jersey numbered stuff and the David Beckham. I'm going Otani, three year play. Wow. I was going to take something else, but I won't. Um, you you want to do it and let the fans vote? We could. Let the audience um, vote. Go back through one more time for me, Jay. I think we got a nail winner here. I have a feeling. I know which one Lou wants. I'm going to take the Otani. Three years. I wanted to take the Purdy, but I didn't want to argue about wow, it. Wow, so. I didn't think you were going to take that one. Okay. Three years. Good places. You just like the NBA trade situation. I did. Like, I did. <laughs> it caught my attention in a real way. All right. Well, shout out to everybody who uh, submitted plays this week. As we wrap it up, we got some cool stuff dropping this week. You have Leaf Decision Update, I will say. One of my favorite products of the year. Yeah, oh, is pres- this the president stuff? Yes. Oh, this That's is our sick. favorite, right? Lou and I text about this product all year long. I send him pictures of all these crazy politician, these like flag cards and these coins. I text him to Lou. Lou loves it. Like Lou my and favorite. I have a blast when I text pictures of this stuff. Um <laughs> Leaf Exotic Multi-Sport Rookies tops Major League Soccer with Messi. Drops this week. Uh, you have top Star Wars finest. You have Donruss Football getting some downtowns. CJ Stroud is hot right now. It'll be exciting to talk about that in a few weeks. Probably a play of the week potential here before too long with somebody with CJ Stroud downtown. You've got one and one, uh, no, one-on-one basketballs next week. So, solid week. Donruss Football, Star Wars, Major League Soccer, Leaf Exotic, Multi-Sport Rookies, and Decision Update. So, should be a fun, fun fun week um i gotta figure out what's in this leaf 2024 i I gotta know i'll rip some and i'll send you some pics please it's the silliest things in the world um dude here here, you want to see some pictures i'll text you some pictures after uh college basketball starting to pop off getting the season purdue hunter dickerson um uconn's really great again a lot of good teams I, i spent like two minutes Looking at the rankings yesterday, seeing UConn, and like, are they the best small school 
athletically, like at a single sport. Like when you say small school, I mean it's a state school. I know, but one of the smallest states. Yeah, would you say like Gonzaga is on their level in terms of like size? Is that what you're talking about? Maybe Gonzaga is up there. It's a good but shot. UConn's, but UConn's had a more successful college basketball run, even though Gonzaga has been probably 100%, 100% true. UConn gets it done. Facts. Facts. And Utah men's gets, and women's. Yeah, Utah gets it done. UConn gets U- it done, not Utah. UConn, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, Rutgers is really good. They're probably like top 40 right now. They got a big game coming up on Saturday against Illinois. Quinnipiac hockey is a good shout, Bobby. I respect the shout. Um, all right. Let's wrap it up. Appreciate so, y'all. See you guys next week. Peace and love. Peace. Peace, guys.